Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's get into these uh, Sunday games for Magic Round. Super keen for Sunday for Magic Round. Three games on this Super Sunday as well. Uh, the fun is lasting for longer on Slinger Sunday. Slinger Sunday in Magic Round, though, and we've got some pretty tight games. We've had some tight games already. We've had some score lines too. We've had, a, we've had a bit of everything in Magic Round, let's just say, but these ones are going to be absolutely absolute crackers. The first one being the West Tigers and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Tigers coming off a win against the Penrith Panthers. Obviously, having a bit of confidence, probably going to come in with the same mindset, probably with the same game style as well up against the Dragons. Uh, And you know, when you have a game style that works against the Penrith Panthers, it's probably going to work against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Let's hope that they can keep to their game style going into this one against the Dragons. Um, I think that it's going to be a very tight forward battle. I mean, you look at this forward battle already. Jack DeBellin v. Stefano Utsukamanu, David Klemmer v. Blake Laurie. That one's going to be hectic. Uh, the edge back rowers as well. Billy Burns comes into the side for the Dragons. Isaiah Papali'i versus Billy Burns. Uh, John Bateman v. Jaden Sua is going to be sick. Uh, Fanua Pole v. Jack Bird in the middle as well. I think that's the advantage that the Dragons do have, having Jack Bird through the middle. I think that his best position at the moment currently is in that 13 jersey, so I uh, can't wait to see what he can do there. Uh, and in terms of the bench as well, Jaden Sullivan coming on and playing a bit of hooker. But I'm also hearing that Ben Hunt could do the exact same thing. So we might see a late change where we see Jaden Sullivan going into the half. We could see Ben Hunt starting or coming off the bench at nine. It'd probably be starting. You might see Moses White going to the bench for the Dragons. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. For me, I don't like it too much. I mean, keep the things that are working at the moment. You know, you're building a beautiful combination with Tyrell Sloan and Ben Hunt. You don't want to really ruin that uh, by bringing Ben Hunt into that hooker role. You're sort of confining Ben Hunt as well. And, you know, he does some pretty awesome things at halfback for this side, uh, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. So you don't really want to move him out of that halfback jersey and confine him into that nine role. I think it's too early to be building for the future just yet by putting Jaden Sullivan in in the halfback jersey, uh, putting Ben Hunt in the nine. Uh, I think the main concern or the main sort of goal that the Dragons should have at the moment is just to win games. They need to win games. They need to get some wins on the board, move themselves up in the ladder, um, you know, before it's too late and they start um, going on a bit of a losing streak. But let's have a look at these lineups before we make any rash decisions. For the West Tigers, we have Jareen Buller at fullback, David Nofaluma, and Junior Tupo on the wing, Stafford Toa, and Tommy Talao in the centres, Brandon Wakeham and Luke Brooks in the halves, Sfanu Utsukamanu and David Klemmer in the in the front row, sorry, with Apisai Korosau at nine, uh, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman there in the front row for Nuapole at 13, uh, and then we have Jake Simkin, Joe Offerhain-Giawi, Alex Twall, and Asu Kapoa on the bench there for the Tigers. Uh, as for the Dragons, we have Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Matthew Fagai and Michaeli Ravalawa there on the wings. And I love Michaeli Ravalawa coming back into this team as well. It's a big in uh, for the Dragons. Moses Suli and Max Fagai in the centres. Zach Lomax has been dropped. Uh, Teletau Amone and Ben Hunt in the halves. Jack DeBellin uh, and Blake Laurie in the front row. Moses Zembai at nine. Billy Burns and Jaden Sua in the back row. 
Jack Bird at 13, and then we have Jaden Sullivan, Michael Molo, Ben Murdoch Masilla, and Josh Kerr on the bench there for the Dragons. Jacob Little also drops out of this side. He was also dropped reportedly uh, for the Dragons. So Little and Lomax have been dropped, which obviously makes room for Jaden Sullivan to come into this team. And then obviously Max Fagai to go to center. Michaela Ravalawa to come back into this team as well. It's a pretty dangerous back line there for the Dragons. And you know, I think they're definitely going to be using both their left and right side. They're but very, very uh, strong back lines there, the Dragons. Um, but in saying that, you know, the West Tigers, they have dangerous back lines as well. I'm just, you know, sort of questioning their consistency in defense. I think that's going to, that's a thing that could let the Tigers down if the Dragons do get on a roll uh, is their edges and their edge defense. It's something they definitely need to work on uh, going into this game. In saying that as well, Junior Tupo running up against Matthew Fagai. I love the value in Junior Tupo scoring a try in this game for the Tigers. Look, as I said at the start of this one, I think that this game is going to be won in the forwards. Stefano Utsukamanu, David Klemmer putting on a show. You know, Api Korosau out of dummy half. Again, another advantage the Tigers have here is their number nine in Api Korosau. He plays anything like he did last week. Uh, it is going to be a very, very trouble signs for the Dragons. Uh, he is going to absolutely let loose in this game for me uh, if he plays anything like he did last week. Their edges as well. They have one of the best edges in the competition uh, the West Tigers, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman. They've just got to use them. They've just got to use them uh, and use them the right way, giving John Bateman and Isaiah Papali'i early ball and letting them make havoc uh, against the edges of, you know, Billy Burns and Jaden Sua for the Dragons. So who wins this game, you ask? I've got to go with the West Tigers. I think the West Tigers get the job done again this week up against the Dragons. But look, as I said for the Tigers, I think that the only thing that could possibly let them down in this game is their edge defense. Not uh, John Bateman and Isaiah Papali'i, but more so along the lines of Stafford Toa, Tommy Talau, uh, Junior Tupo, and David Nofaluma, those guys, uh, and their defense in the center wing positions. Um, that's the only thing for me that could let them down in this game. Uh, in terms of any time try scorers for the Tigers, I've got Junior Tupo. Uh, I think that he scores a try in this game. As I said, I think running up against Matt Fagai, I love the value behind Junior Tupo. Michaela Ravalau as well, I think that he's just an absolute unit, very hard to handle very hard to defend. I think that he goes over in this game as well for the Dragons. So Michaela Ravalauer, you've also got in there Junior Tupo and you've got the Tigers 1-12. to I think it's a 1-12 to sort of win for the West Tigers. The next game is the Roosters v the Cowboys. Now, for me, this game could really go either way. I don't mind the Cowboys at Suncorp. I really don't. I think that in Queensland, they do have a little bit of an upper hand, and I love the value of them at $4. Now, we've seen the Dolphins beat the Sharks this weekend already. We've seen an upset. We've seen it. We've seen the Rabbitohs beat the Melbourne Storm, who usually don't go well up against the Melbourne Storm either. Uh, you know, however, the Rabbitohs were undefeated at Magic Round. Kill me. Um, but I've I still think they were somewhat underdogs in that game, the Rabbitohs, um, you know, right up until they started playing and then they were obviously the clear winners in that one. Um, but, you know, I think the Cowboys are a clear underdog and they haven't been winning too many games over the past few weeks. They're valued at $4. I mean, that is insane value there um, for the North Queensland Cowboys going up against the Roosters. However, I still think the Roosters win this one. I really do. I can't see the Cowboys getting the job done here. However, they do have, you know, a little bit of an advantage being in Queensland. Um, it's the slight advantage there, and there's a good value at $4 for them to maybe 
uh, you know, get an upset here against um, the Sydney Roosters. I think that the main thing for me um, that sort of swings me the way of the Roosters, not just obviously them being the favourites at $1.25 compared to $4 for the Cowboys, uh, but Jeremiah Nanai's out. I think that, that's, that, you know, it sort of limits them in their strike weapons on the edge uh, for the Cowboys. I think that Jack Gosaweski isn't really the same genetic freak uh, as Jeremiah Nanai. Helam Lukey comes back into the team, though, which is what I really love uh, there on the edge back row. He's quite dangerous. Not as dangerous in the air. Definitely not as dangerous in the air as obviously a Jeremiah Nanai, but he's a he's a really hard ball runner uh, and a really good line runner as well. So definitely one to watch there if they go down the left-hand side. Uh, Ribbon Cotter at 13 has been quite good. Even in a losing side, you know, he's racked up 120, 140 metres per game. Uh you know, killing it in the post-contact meters department as well at the moment um, for the North Queensland Cowboys. You know, I think that he's going to have a big game defensively too, marking up against Victor Radley, Lindsay Collins, and Jared Maria Hargreaves as well. It's a really hard front row um, to mark up against. The two edge back rowers as well, Egan Butcher and Nat Butcher. Um, you know, I think that's going to be a very dangerous sort of edge back row to defend against for Halem Loki uh, and Jack Gozaweski. I love Egan Butcher going up against Jack Gozaweski. A bit of value behind Egan Butcher. He did score, I think, two or three weeks ago now. Um, you know, so he can score tries. Can he score a try in this one in Magic Round against Jack Gozaweski against uh, the North Queensland Cowboys? Let's wait and see. I think Tom Dearden's ball running is is something that the Roosters really do need to watch out for. The, they really did exploit them in that area last time these two sides met. I know the Roosters won and won well in that game, but, you know, towards the end, Tom Dearden and his ball running, you know, it made it very hard for the Roosters to defend him. I think that's something that they do need to watch out for because they'll obviously be taking notes from the last game and coming into this one with a similar sort of game plan, you know, similar in the sense of what worked and what didn't. Uh, I think that Dearden's ball running is something that did work and something that they do need to watch out for. In saying that, Manu's even more dangerous running the ball as well in that 5'8 jersey. So it's something that the Cowboys need to watch out for as well. And Luke Keery's kicking game. Luke Keery's kicking game going up against Chad Townsend as well. Uh, you know, they both have a pretty decent kicking game in tight games. I think that's something that you guys need to watch out for. Obviously, the kicking game of Luke Keery and Chad Townsend are going to be pivotal for their teams. Uh, look, as I said, for me, I think the Roosters do win this one. I think the Roosters win well. However, I'm going to go Roosters head-to-head because, you know, Roosters do have those games where they let other teams come back into it. So we could say a 1-12 to win. We could say a 13-plus win if they get into a roll. But I think that it is going to be Roosters winning nevertheless. I've got the Roosters. I've got the Roosters head-to-head. Uh, anytime try scorers for me in this one, I'm going to go Joseph Suwali up against Peter Hiku. I think that I love the value behind. Uh, I know that I love the value behind Joseph Suwali in this one. I think that he is going to be, you know, coming off some Luke Keery kicks and just creating havoc there for the defenders in Peter Hiku and Murray Tawalagi. Um, in terms of the Cowboys, any time try scorers for them, I'm going to go Murray Tawalagi running up against Corey Allen as well. I think that that one is going to be a little bit of a mismatch there. I think that Murray Tawalagi is going to score a try uh, going down that right-hand side for the Cowboys. So Murray Tawalagi, Joseph Suwali, uh, and then I've got the Roosters head-to-head. The last game of Magic Round. The last game of Magic Round and the last game of your Slinger Sunday is the Titans v. the Parramatta Reels. 
Now, if you actually look at this game from a log- logistical standpoint, you look at obviously how the Parramatta Reels are traveling at the moment, how the Titans are traveling at the moment, the team list that they've named going into this game. Andrew Davey comes into the side for Parramatta as well. If you missed that one, uh, Andrew Davey got an immediate release from the Bulldogs and he is signed with Parramatta for the remainder of the season. I think going into the next season as well could be wrong, but I believe he has signed for the remainder of the season with the Parramatta Reels. So he's back in the Parramatta colors and still starting in the back row as well. Uh, and obviously, Ryan Madison has come onto the bench. Um, and also, if you've been living under a rock, uh, Keno Keeney. I think that's someone you have to remember the name of going into this game, the number 18 jersey. He is extremely, extremely dangerous for the Gold Coast Titans. If you give him open space, I think he's going to be the next fastest man on the planet. I really do. He's got some real power in his legs and, um, you know, he's really, really fast, especially in open space. I would say he's faster than Saab. I'm just going to say it now. He's much smaller than Saab, so Saab's obviously got the stride advantage, but I've seen some highlights of this guy, and he is fucking unbelievable in space. He is really, really fast, so someone you really need to keep an eye on. Uh, But look, as I was saying before, if you look at this game from a logistical standpoint it's a very very even game it is a very even game and it's going to be a very tight contest as well if you look at this game from a betting standpoint the Parramatta Reels are the favorites going into this one up against the Titans now if you look at this game from a statistical standpoint uh, the Eels have won both of the last two games against the Gold Coast Titans obviously Two games at the start of last year. Um, obviously, the first one, uh, the Eels won 32-28. The second one, the Eels won 26-20. So, not two lopsided games. It was quite tight, but the Eels did grab the win in those ones. Uh, in terms of wins this season, the Titans have won 50% of their games, 4 from 8, while the Eels have won 4 from 9, 44%. But they've both won four games. So, again, look, very even going into this one. Uh, points scored during... During this season, uh, obviously the Eels have scored more, 222 to 188 uh, for the Gold Coast Titans. Points conceded, uh, the Titans have conceded more points, 199 to 188 there from the Eels. Completion rates on average, uh, the Titans actually complete at a higher rate of 76% compared to the uh, Parramatta Eels at 74, which actually isn't good for either team. Uh, tackle efficiency, uh, the Eels have a higher tackle efficiency for the against the Titans, sorry, uh, with 86.7 compared to 86.2, so very, very even in the tackle efficiency department. Uh, average points scored, 24 compared to 23 from the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the average points conceded, uh, on average, the Titans concede 24 points compared to the Eels 20, which is definitely not good at all for either of these teams. Uh, in terms of wins at this venue, uh, the Eels have actually won 50% of their games at this venue compared to the Titans, uh, 10 from 32 at 31%. Uh, and then the wins overall, obviously, uh, the Eels have a higher one there for 49% compared to the Titans, 38. Um, so the Eels, can, you know, looking at wins at this venue, they do have the higher ground here, the Parramatta Reels. So from a statistical and a betting standpoint, I'm going to go for the Parramatta Reels in this one. Looking at the stats, I'm not usually a man of the stats. I'm not usually a man of the stats. I'm more of a man of current form, but 
I'm going with the stats. I'm going to go with the Parramatta Reels in this one. I'm going to take them head-to-head, though, because as I said, it could go either way. It could go 1-12. to It could go 13+. plus. But let's have a look at the lineups before we make any rash decisions for the Titans. We have Jaden Campbell at fullback. We have Alofina Khan Pereira and Philip Sami on the wings. We have Brian Kelly and Jojo Fafita in the centers. Kieran Foran, Tanner Boyd in the halves. Kieran Foran could be a late rule out of this game. We could see Jaden Campbell go into the 5-8 role uh, with Kino Keeney going to fullback. That's just some of the late mail that I've heard. Could be a load of shit, but definitely one to uh, you know look out for as well. Kieran Foran, a late rule out from this game. Uh, Fodawaka and Tino Fasulamala-Aoi, they are in the front row with Chris Randall at nine. Dave Fafida and Joe Stimson in the back row. Isaac Liu at 13. Aaron Clark, Klesse Haas, uh, Joe Vuna, and Keno Keeney on the bench there at the moment for the Gold Coast Titans. As for the Parramatta Reels, Ryan Madison comes back into this team. Andrew Davey comes into this team. Bailey Simonson comes into this team. Matt Dory and Sean Russell are out. For the Parramatta Reels, we have Gutho at fullback. We have Mike Sevo and Hayes Dunster on the wings. Will Penasini and Bailey Simonson in the centres. Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses in the halves. Wiramu, Greg and Junior Baldo in the front row, obviously. Uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard out for an extended period, so won't be back for a little while. Josh Hodson is at nine. Sean Lane, Andrew Dave in the back row. We have uh, Jermaine Hopgood at 13. Uh, and then we have Bryce Cartwright, Brendan Hands, Ryan Madison, Makasi Makatoa there on the bench. Uh, I think that the Eels definitely have the forward advantage coming off the bench only just. Obviously having uh, a hooker and a fullback on the bench there for the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, it gives them a bit of a disadvantage in the forwards department. But Aaron Clark very solid in that 13 sort of role. So, um, you know, I think it is quite even. But I would say that uh, the Eels do just have the advantage there in the forwards coming off the bench. And in the forwards in general, I think the Eels only just have an advantage slightly. However, David Fafita running up against Andrew Davey is going to be fucking insane, and there's definitely some value behind Dave Fafita as an anytime try scorer. There's also a bit of value behind the left side uh, of Khan Pereira and obviously Brian Kelly as anytime try scorers in this game as well um, for the Gold Coast Titans. So look out for the Titans' left edge. It could be something that gets them a lot of tries going into this game. Running up against Bailey Simonson and Hayes Dunster as well. It's a very, very dangerous little prospect there. The Titans left edge going up against the Eels right. Uh, As I said, I think that the Eels slightly have the forward advantage here, but the forwards for the Titans, Fodawaker, and Fasulamala-Aoi, I think that are very strong as well. And uh, that didn't, that sentence didn't make sense. They're very strong as well. And I think that could definitely put up a fight against the Eels forwards in Wurimu, Greg, and Junior Bolo. Um, I think that the Eels have the hooking advantage just as well. Uh, I think it depends if Josh Hodson plays that role going into first receiver a bit and setting up his forwards, setting up his edge men as well. I want to see a little bit more of that from Josh Hodson because that's when the Eels were playing some really good footy. Um, obviously, when Josh... Josh Hodson was getting into that first receiver sort of role. That game against the Storm, it still sticks with me when he set up that try for Junior Paolo. Uh, that was absolutely insane. I want to see more of Josh Hodson at first receiver for the Parramatta Reels if we do get a chance to see that during this game. Uh, I love Sean Lane and his offload ability. Um, Look, for me, the left edge of the Parramatta Reels is just as dangerous as the left edge for the Gold Coast Titans. Will Penasini, Mike Acevo, Sean Lane running down that side as well. If Sean, Lane's get, Sean Lane sorry, gets a cheeky offload 
down that left-hand side, there's going to be trouble because Will Penasini, we know how dangerous he is, and Mike Acevo would barge over Philip Sami any day of the week. So, um, I, look, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how often they go down that left-hand side for the Parramatta Reels. Uh, in terms of who wins this one, as I said, I've got the Parramatta Reels. I've got them head-to-head. It could go either way. It could be 13-plus. could be 1-12. to I'm taking them head-to-head. Uh, anytime try scorers for this one, for me, I'm going to go for Clint Gutherson um, for the Parramatta Reels. And then I'm going to go for a real smoky because I don't even know how many minutes he's getting or if he is going to start at fullback, you know, if Kieran Foran is ruled out of this game later on. Um, but, you know, I'm going to take a bit of a risk. As I said, don't know how much minutes this guy is actually playing. But Keno Keeney off the bench, I've got him as an anytime, anytime try scorer as well. Uh, a bit of value behind him going into this game for the Gold Coast Titans. So Keno Keeney as an anytime try scorer. Love to see it. We've got Kano Keeney, we've got Clint Gutherson, and we've also got the Eels head-to-head going up against the Gold Coast Titans for the last game of your Magic Round. Um, now, I've got a question, and I might throw you a little bit off guard because um, we are going to do a little shout-out here, mate. Do you love your Oz tag? I do. I got back into it um, this year, played with a, a group of mates. We didn't, we didn't go the best, but... You know, we had a had a bit of fun, that's mm. for sure. Yeah, well, if you love your Oz tag, mate. Now, do you love the beach as well? Are you a beach guy? Are you are you keen for a bit of bit of suntan? Mate, yeah, of course. Everyone loves the beach. It's you're not Australian if you don't love the beach. Well, if you love the beach, mate, and you love Oz tag, mate, get into evosportsco.com.au. They're selling all of their Oz tags. They're selling some awesome Oz tag kits. You get tags, you get belts, you get uh, cones as well to set up the game, and you get a and you get a waterproof footy. Now, there's always that dickhead at the beach. You're playing touch footy on the beach, and he kicks the ball into the water, mate. Well, this solves that problem because it is a waterproof football. So you get cones, you get belts. You get tags, and you also get the waterproof football as well. Mate, does that just sound absolutely insane? Does that sound like the best thing you've ever heard? Mate, that's phenomenal. It is exactly. phenomenal. It's exactly what's needed. They've yeah. found a gap in the market, and they've, they've smashed it. They have smashed it, mate. So make sure, if you haven't already, if you haven't already, I'm sure you have, Aiden, mate, because from what I've just heard, mate, I bet you have. I bet yeah. you have. Go to yep. evosportsco.com.au and grab yourself a pair of tags and get this, mate. If it wasn't good enough, if you use the code BIGLES10, you can get 10% off. Mate, it's almost robbery. 10% 10, off. 10%. 10%. Mate, they may as well give it away for free. Oh, exactly, mate. They may as well give it away. It's robbery. It's robbery. 10% off these tags. evosportsco.com. .au, family business, mate. you got to support it. Get in there. Get some tags before time runs out. Big Les 10. Thanks for hopping on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure to do these season previews with you and can't wait for the next little collab that we do in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me and, um, you know, enjoy the season that's ahead and um, I'll see you when the Tigers are lifting the trophy. Totally, mate. And I'll be keeping you accountable for that, lad. I'll tell you that for free. I'll be keeping you accountable, mate. We'll be going back. We'll be going back. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers.
れて。